Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. Shopify is there to help you grow. Shopify helps you sell everywhere from their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system. Shopify's got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout, 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms, and sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. What I love about Shopify is how no matter how big you want to grow, Shopify gives you everything you need to take control and take your business to the next level. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. And Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash westwood1. All lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash westwood1 now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash westwood1. This message is intended as a reminder that we are not licensed professionals, not psychiatrists or psychologists. If you have a serious problem, please seek professional help. The National Suicide Hotline is 1-800-273-8255. That's 1-800-273-8255. Mic check one, two. Mic check one, two. Hearing all these letters read aloud by damsels not in distress. Hoes came to impress. Bitch, check your DMs. This is hot off the press. Hello. Hi, how are you? I have another bone to pick with you. <sighs> I hate when you do this. And you don't warn me before because I don't know what I'm walking into. But that's better because we get the unfiltered reaction. Okay, I'm ready. <laughs> Why are you sporadically attractive? Oh, oh God, you're going to expose me. Um, I always struggle, even though I like to consider myself a comedian, I struggle with a clever Instagram bio. And Nassim gets on me all the time that I change my bio all the time, which I do. It's true. But okay, sporadically attractive. You know who I stole that from? Hmm. John Mayer. (laughs) He had that as his Instagram bio, and I just thought it was so clever because it's like, I feel like I am sporadically attractive. Like, when I put makeup on, when I feel like putting on makeup that day, I'm attractive. But otherwise, I can really look like a gremlin sometimes. I don't like it. (laughs) (laughs) I'm trying to come up with something better. I think it's not good for your branding, one. And two... I feel like it tells us nothing about you. <laughs> I don't think that you're at the, no offense. I don't think you're at the place that John Mayer is where like, we don't need to know because we know, like, I would like to know. I mean, I'm trying to work on a new one. I'm, I'm brainstorming some things. We'll have an online, offline brainstorming session of my bio, but I was thinking of doing like 10% comedian, 90% snacks or something. Like, I don't fucking know. I need. Can you just do something normal? Oh, you want me to do like a resume bio? Like, well, I don't know. I just feel like your agent, congratulations, Chloe got a new agent, is going to look at that and be like, oh, well, we can't submit her for like beautiful girl roles because it's sporadic. We don't know what she's going to look like the day she goes to the casting <laughs> office, which I feel like isn't true. So I feel like it's misleading. And then like, I go to your bio and I'm like, is this just like a random girl with a lot of followers? Cause she's pretty or like, what does she do? I just don't, I don't know who sporadically attractive is. 
Lauren, what would you have my bio be? Because <laughs> I feel like you have ideas. I, I think that it should be like something like sometimes tells jokes um, and sometimes, I don't know, like does something funny. Says something funny. Tell me something. I think it used to be sometimes I'm funny, sometimes I'm saddy. Not that, not that. <laughs> Definitely not that. It needs work, okay? And like, I was like, I'm just gonna let it lie and think and just let something come to me because that's what. If, what about what about um sometimes sometimes telling jokes to myself, other times on damsels in the DMs. Oh, that's a good one. You know what my Twitter bio is? It's like I am Chloe. Hear me ramble. Mostly is the co-host of D- Damsels in the DMs. That is so much better than sporadically attractive. Okay, but it makes more sense on Twitter to say ramble because I'm like actually typing but, on Instagram. But it's then that's your Twitter. brand. That's your log line that you then have on all your fucking. <laughs> <laughs> You're very passionate about this. <laughs> because you know what? I've, I've harbored this a long time when I've looked at your profile and I see it's like sporadically attractive. Oh my God, I'm laughing so hard. You've been harboring this. <laughs> And then, then I just like was thinking about what am I going to talk about in this intro, and I just decided that today is the day. Today's the day you're going to confront me about it. Wow. Okay. Yeah. Um, well, I'll work on it. <laughs> okay. Why I don't think ramble fits there is I'm not like typing text. It's just pictures. But I do kind of ramble in my captions. I think you need to pick a line, and that's your line that you put on all your profiles. <laughs> <laughs> listen I can say this now I'll talk to my agent about it (laughs) that was a good one Chloe sometimes you ramble and sometimes you tell jokes on damsels in the DMs (laughs) more accurate than sporadically attractive you know what you're gonna be so self-conscious I'm gonna change it today right now is that that's what you wanted the intro to be that's what I wanted the intro to be that's the bone I had to pick and now the bone's been picked you know someone who doesn't struggle with coming up with the funny our guest today this is true she doesn't struggle so let's go talk to her okay we're so excited to welcome Andrea Lopez to the podcast thanks for joining us Woo! thanks for having me I love an all-woman cast (laughs) to be here We love to see it. Um, So Andrea is in DC currently. She is a voiceover artist, um, a media host. You do some other things too. I think you're getting into the acting world a little bit. What else do you do? Yes, yes. All of the above. When you're starting out, I think you kind of have to just own all the titles. But I have really ventured into the voiceover acting and comedian impressionism. I do a lot of celebrity impressions and you've got to find your, your foot in the door, like how you're going to get yourself into the industry and you've got to use your talents. And one of my talents I've always grown up with is uh, impressions and doing accents. So I started posting them online years ago, guys, I'm talking back when Instagram was created. So (laughs) I think, Oh God, like 2009, 2010, probably maybe 2011. And uh, that's kind of where everything sprouted was I just loved putting up these little video clips. And uh, then it grew to, you know, doing acting and voiceover artist. And then you're like, oh, I have to pay bills. I graduated from college. Mm-hmm. So, you know, you kind of turned that into a career. So a mixture of stuff. Is I what saw I do. that you're also in the CBS Diversity Showcase. Yes, that is super exciting for me just because um, I think collaborating with people is mm-hmm. so important in our industry. That's why I love when people reach out to me. And they're like, let's talk. And I, I just love that. So the CBS program is uh, for comedians, actors, um, but it is geared towards comedy. And 
it's a group of 20 people. And normally pre-pandemic, you would be in LA with 20 people uh, and you would perform in a theater for CBS execs in the hopes of booking a uh, pilot or like a part in a pilot season for CBS. And this year it's 16 people and it's all virtual. So we're doing all of our skits, green screen, you know, recording it ourselves outside our houses, whatever we can do. And then at the end, it'll be this hour long compilation of all of our sketches, but hopefully it'll lead to something really, really great. And, um, this industry is crazy. It's you take whatever comes at you and you say yes. And then hopefully you hope for the best, but, um, we've got some amazing people in there. So I'm really excited. And, you know, hopefully the good thing is you get to connect with people that also have the same likes that you do. Mm-hmm. So it's been great to meet everybody in the program. And what was your audition process like for that? That was, well, so I back, backtrack really fast. It'd be a fast story. I did um, NBC bring the funny that was back in 2019. And from there I met my agent and they have been just putting me out for different things. And I have one big audition tape that I did for SNL and it just has all my characters and it was pretty much the same requirements for the CBS. So they just sent that one 15 minute or 10 minute long thing I have of all my characters right to CBS. So I, I, I've known about the CBS program, but it, it wasn't um, like this long, arduous process of like, mm-hmm. my name is this, and you don't have to write an essay. <laughs> you just send in your characters and a quick clip, but it is online. And I re- recommend anyone who's interested in comedy to check out the 2021 um, CBS program. Just go right to their website and you can apply right from there. I was going to say, you're going to hate me because you said you've been doing it for so long, but I think I did discover you initially on TikTok, which is like- You guys, I'm telling you <laughs> the powers of TikTok. It's true. <laughs> I, I, I shit on that app so much in the beginning because I was like, well, I'm old. No one's going to watch my stuff, right? And I'm 26. I'm not old. We're not old. But you think of yourself, you see 13 year olds on there dancing. And you're like, what, what would they find me in? But uh, I, 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 you've got to use what you have. And if it's another platform that can gain views, try it out. Just say yes to everything. It's my, always my motto. So I open the app. I put one video up and actually more than one. All of them flopped except for one video. And it was the one that I was doing an impression. And I said, all right, I got to at least give it a try. <laughs> and the things that have happened from TikTok are insane. I I really think all creators should be on there. Whatever your art is, just be on there. Find your niche audience. And if one video is liked, uh, that's what you should start off with. So I noticed like my impressions were going farther than like my story times or my podcast tips. I went with the impressions and you never know what could happen. No, it's true. I'm not not trying to brag, but one of my comments is now like it's gotten like yeah. thirty thousand. <laughs> not my videos have not been working, but I made a comment that keeps getting likes, and I'm like getting like a big head about it. Like I'm like, oh my god, they like me now. Like they approve of me. It's great. Um, <laughs> I know it's a whole new world. It's a lot. It's a lot of yeah. like stimulation. But um, no, I was wondering if you were doing Courtney before TikTok. I'm sure you were, but there was that trend where it was like day one after watching Keeping Up with the Kardashians and then it like they slowly turned into Courtney. Did you do that one? Yes, that was the first one. I think that went like millions of viral and I got press from like news outlets reach out and that was kind of the start of um like my TikTok journey was just that simple video, which was a trend that I didn't even create. 
I just saw the trend and then I used it in what I could make of it. So I was like, okay, well, I've got this corny impression. Let's do, and I saw people doing TV shows. This one that I love was Schitt's Creek. They're like one day after watching Schitt's Creek, one month after watching Schitt's, and then you turn into like, you know, my favorite character. And I just was like, all right, Kardashians, I've got to use it. And so I did it really crappily in my parents' bathroom that was being renovated. And I got trolled in the comments, like, your bathroom needs to keep up with the Kardashians. <laughs> like, what the? And so, but you never think that video is going to go viral. Um, right. So I had been doing Courtney. You guys, like, if, if I show you the videos of when I first started doing Courtney impression, it's a horrendous impression. I mean, <laughs> I started doing it uh, in college and my, one of my friends had a assignment and she wanted to make just a video for her a class. So she's like, hey, can I do you and we'll record you doing Courtney. That was kind of the, the start of it. I made an entire Instagram just for my impressions in college. And that was uh, six years ago. So I've been doing Courtney for about six years and really been perfecting it. It takes a really long time to perfect an impression because you got to watch their idiosyncrasies and all that crazy stuff about them. But uh, six years, yeah. And it just now is gaining um, actual attention the way that I always have dreamed about. <laughs> <laughs> but it takes a long time to get to, to build that platform first and then you know get people's attention but I'm so happy that you found the Courtney on TikTok (laughs) for sure is Courtney included in like your reel of characters yes and uh I feel as though it's old and I feel like I always tell my agents hey uh we should probably throw Courtney out but they're like no it's one of your best (laughs) that you've got we've got to keep it in there and there's a lot of people that don't like the Kardashians they're just kind of over them because they've been around forever Mm -hmm. But they're a staple in media, pop culture. Yeah. So I think they're a great, um, she's a great one to have just because she's so like bitchy and like her, just, she just has her own way about her. So I, I have to include her. She's always in my auditions. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Well, and I feel like you kind of look like her, like when you have the sunglasses on and everything. Right. Like, <laughs> I feel like you're sort of like their long lost sister or something. Yeah. Maybe I have uh, twice, two cousins removed or something, but yeah, yeah. <laughs> I definitely with, with the outfit and the middle part. And then she like puts it back. Yes. Yeah. A little bit, a little bit. And I love your Caitlyn Jenner one too. And it's like, (laughs) I don't know how else you could like look like her. Like, you know what I mean? Like, it's hard to do like have the look for Caitlyn Jenner because she just doesn't really have like a look, you know? It's it's not a look. And you guys, I have, I'm looking at all my wigs right now. I think I have a growing collection of uh, 10, maybe 12 wigs. And none of them are Caitlyn Jenner. She's, it's like this ash blonde hair. It's like, like past her shoulders. It's not really, what, what do I go off of? She does have glossy lips. I always put on like a ton of gloss and then just, all right, hey girls, you know, what, what, <laughs> what are we doing here? It's like, Chloe never calls me. It's, it's like, I miss you girls. Hi. And you know, that's about all I got. <laughs> <laughs> I love, um, do you watch Kyle Dunnigan's impressions oh. too? Oh Which my God. So hilarious. So freaking good. And he was another inspiration of mine because I listened to him, I think on the Joe Rogan podcast one time. And he's like, yeah, I'm out of work. And uh, I just make videos all day. But you know what? Like, I'm here right now, aren't I? And I was like, <laughs> you know what, Kyle? You're right. You're right. <laughs> no, it's true. I saw an interview with him where he said he auditioned for Saturday Night Live. <laughs> yeah. And 
Yeah, did you see that one where they were supposed to like count him in? Right, right, right. And the, I guess like, so I don't think Lauren probably hasn't seen it, but it was like, they were supposed to like count him in and the guy never did. So he was just like sitting there waiting to do his audition and Lauren Michaels were, was like, are you okay? Like, he was like, no, the guy was supposed to. And then the guy was like, all right, action. Like, oh my God. <laughs> I could, I, the, the idea of that, it just, I would, it, like my heart jumps out of my skin for him. like. Oh yeah, yeah. Auditions are scary enough. <laughs> yeah, I know. Right? Okay, I don't know how you do your impressions, and if this is like an annoying way to like tee up a Courtney impression. Oh, no but... problem at all. Okay, Let's <laughs> <go>. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I was like, I could be, be like an interviewer, so like, because I saw you post it. So like, when they were calling everyone, or yes. whatever, like last night. Oh. Oh yes, was it was dying. so. They look like American Horror Story Coven. <laughs> What was going on? Like, what what started that trend for them? It was crazy. No, and the people they were calling just got like progressively more and more funny. But um, <laughs> I was gonna say, like, I could like ask you, like, as Courtney, like, I was like, oh, what like inspired you guys to do that? I don't know if that's like, a oh good yeah, one hundred percent, yes. Tee it up, Holly. Okay. okay. All right, so we're going to have to ask you to do a Courtney impression, and yes. so Courtney, I was wondering, you know, I saw that prank that you and your family did where you were calling it a lot of different celebrities, like what inspired that? Why did you guys decide to do that? Yeah, honestly, boredom. We just got this massive shipment of All Saints clothing, and it's just all black, so we were like, let's all put on the black clothes and my mom Chris was drunk off Chardonnay and she's like let's make some calls and I was like yeah okay that sounds fun so then we just started calling randos from Kendall's recent calls and I was like wait you talked to Dave Chappelle that's so cool um yeah I think it was like really funny we're all posting it and it's like random but I'm really into it. And I'm just really upset that Addison didn't say more when we called her. We were like, hi, Addison. And she was like, what's going on? And I was like, okay. But yeah, it was just a really funny thing we did. We're just really funny. (laughs) That voice, unbelievable. We just called randos in Kendall Jenner's recent calls. (laughs) I was wondering whose phone it was because it was like back to back. I was like, did they just use one phone? Because like it, it was ha- Kristen for Chloe, obviously. Like right. Addison, it had to have been coming from Courtney. Obviously, yeah. But it looked like the same phone, so it was like interesting. I wouldn't be surprised if Chris Jenner had a universal family phone and she tracks everybody's calls oh and everybody's texts come in and everybody's emails and she's just I was like thinking the same. Yeah, yeah. They probably all like it. I, I don't know. I they're out like of this world, so they the technology they have, I'm not beyond. sure. Beyond. They're beyond. Yeah. They're living in complete space world, and we're just like behind in all technology. I feel like they're just so ahead of the world. Even in not and I don't mean that in terms of like they're higher beings than us. Their I totally value mean that. Right. Let's yeah, yeah. right. <laughs> not judge them on that. But I'm just saying in terms of like uh, just how they work and branding and marketing, like they're 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 doing it. No, I know. I mean, I feel like the time, well, I mean, it happened before this for sure, but I remember just watching them with my friend and it was the time where they all walked into Lamar's game and they just like, I don't, it was just all of them. And they were just like a powerhouse. And I was like, 
it's insane like how big they are it's just it's like incomprehensible it is and to think that kim was organizing paris hilton's heels and her closet mm-hmm. at one point you're like there's hope for me okay <laughs> i may not get to their level of selling skims but there's hope for all of us you know yeah it's true it's true sure. okay as our resident kardashian expert yes. why are courtney and addison friends why is that a thing and an interesting question i may add as everyone is curious i have a i have a couple theories and we can go through them and i'll, I'll just briefly hit them hit them we're gonna hit them <laughs> the first one i would say is uh they're grooming the family and addison's family is actually paying the kardashians it's a brand deal and they're paying Addison to get more views, get more attention. And they're hoping, Addison's whole family has already moved to LA to pursue Addison's budding influencer career, okay? okay. And the Demilios, which is a whole nother story we won't even get into. I can't deal with the Demilios. <laughs> uh, but uh, yeah, so it's a whole type of relationship. The, the friendship is like kind of faked and posed, but they just pose in pictures together and they're trying to get Addison more attention and publicity. Um, the second, uh, theory is Courtney misses her youth. She's the oldest sister and she feels like she's out of the loop now. And she saw Mason on TikTok and she's like, ding, ding, ding. I've got to get myself on TikTok. Got to get in there. And, uh, the third reason is they're both on bath salts and they're just messing with the rest of the world. I have- Seems like the most likely. It's the most likely, right? I yeah. mean, they're taking bikini shots in Courtney's pool and they, they have merch now. They have merch of Courtney and Addison together. Eh, what? Who's buying that? Yeah. It, um, it's beyond me. But it, Addison is literally a child. A child, y'all. What, is she like 17 or 18? Like, yeah, I'm Courtney's, scared for her. What is Courtney? Yeah. Courtney's in her 40s. She's older than Kim, right? Courtney could be Addison's mother if she was yeah. a teen mom. And it's scary, honestly. I, she's on, she, Addison is closer to Mason, Courtney's son, than she is to Courtney's age. That's how crazy it is. But yeah, Hollywood is weird, y'all. It's wild. But yeah, no, yes. I think it's like a beneficial thing between like TikTokers yes. and celebrities like that. Because like... Yeah, I mean, I know Courtney's on TikTok, but I'm sure someone does her TikToks for her. Like, she's not well-versed in it. So it's, like, for sure. definitely publicity each way, I feel like. For a mutually them. beneficial, for sure, yeah. partnership. Yeah. And whatever they're planning, you know, I, there there was a one theory that Kris Jenner was trying to start a network, and she was looking for families to come in as new reality stars of a TV show, which would actually be kind of genius. I don't know. You're welcome, the Kardashians. They think oh they gosh, really should do that. Easily do that. She would kill a network. Yeah. Right? I mean, each of the sisters could have their own pretty much show. Yeah. I didn't I even know that, so but that's such a smart next step for Kris Jenner. <laughs> uh, before we get off the Kardashian train, though, I was going to say I love your Caitlyn impression, too. Because <laughs> I had just got done watching, what was the Burt, um, what was this thing, The Woods or The Cabin or something? Oh, the Burt Kreischer show, which no one really talked about. It was on Netflix. <laughs> Yeah, he just had, like, some people come, but it was, like, random people. Um, and I guess the idea was for them to all unwind in the wilderness, and they would do all these, like, weird things together and, like, sound baths and... But <laughs> Caitlyn Jenner is in one of the episodes, and it's just a interesting show, basically. Your impression was so funny. <laughs> we all went out, we had some laughs. Like, it was just... <laughs> we opened up the uh, the red wine, no, Chianti. No, no. We were hanging out by the campfire. It was great. Yeah, baby. 
<laughs> you know, it's funny because Caitlin never does as well as Courtney or any of my other voices. And it, it's sad because I want Caitlin to do well, but you know, maybe just not as many people are familiar with Caitlin as they are with yeah. Courtney. That's what I was going to say. Do you think it's just that like Caitlin isn't as popular as the rest of them? It might be. And uh, the fact that it's transgender, you know, a lot of people, they, there's different feelings surrounding that. So I think they just knew Bruce as this Olympic champion. And I think a lot, it took for a lot of people to accept him. And I can't even imagine the struggle he had to go through during the change. But I, I feel like obviously people probably have in our country have thoughts about it. So I don't know. Yeah, he never was really the star of the show, even though I always loved Bruce Jenner. And then I loved seeing Caitlyn's transition and like her new journey. But but I think season one Bruce was the best. Yeah. I think more people just enjoy Courtney for some reason. I don't know. More girls know her. (laughs) Yeah. The voice is just like insane. It's so good. (laughs) I know. So we are a dating podcast. So just like going through the entertainment industry and starting to gain like the success that you've had, like, how has it been like dating? Like, are you finding that like you're dating other comedians or like entertainers or what do you kind of gravitate towards? Oddly enough, I never go for the comedians or the, well, actually I'll tell you my type. It's Guido. (laughs) I don't know why. I love a Guido. I was obsessed with the show Jersey Shore. I'm Uh, rewatching that now. (laughs) (laughs) It's a classic. (laughs) <laughs> and uh I don't know. I just always go for the guys that um are loud because I'm really loud and I need somebody to accept my loudness. And uh but they, they don't have to be comedians because I feel like that's my thing. Kind of just yeah, I like that to be my one thing and my voices. Um but I, I'm currently dating a guy and he we've been dating for a while and I met him totally randomly in a restaurant. I was a waitress and um he kind of just progressed naturally and I just love that he loves history and he's into computers and he's smart and He's everything that I'm not. And sometimes it gets on my nerves because I'm like, you're not funny enough. (laughs) But then I realize I do like being the funny one in the relationship. He is funny sometimes. But yeah, I haven't found myself gravitating towards like the comedians. I love hanging out with them and I'll always have a crush on like one of them. But but they're not looking for it. Usually they're not looking for a serious relationship. It's very hard to find somebody in our world that is uh, ready to commit and open to that they're like super scared of that they're like no no no. I gotta think about my career first <laughs> that's what I always find but what about yeah. you guys I think it's so funny you say that because my boyfriend is also not at all in the entertainment realm right. and I have always said that I think that is much better to not date somebody yes. in entertainment also just like from a career perspective like the tips he gives me in like marketing and branding yes. myself I feel like are so useful we I had think. one comedian on who I said like oh yeah my boyfriend's not funny but he's like funny to watch go through life do you know what I mean yes like, he himself yes. doesn't have like good jokes but I enjoy like watching him do everything <laughs> and they were like oh that must be so sad for you I don't think what? it's sad I think it's better I think they provide like phenomenal content phenomenal oh my god I have a phenomenally great content that my boyfriend provides to me one of my uh stand-up sets is revolves around this he dates uh or he sorry he paints models uh and then usually people will be like oh my god is that really hard for you you know are you ever jealous of the gorgeous models does he paint them nude and I'm like no 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 no. it's like 40 year old virgin uh he dates plastic models like I'm gonna turn your blue cape green uh those type of models and I'm not actually kidding he has an entire setup in his room it has paintbrushes paint he hid this hobby for like eight months for me while we were dating he finally revealed it to me but I was already into him and I was just like 
we're gonna have to roll with it. I've got wigs, you've got little plastic bottles and paints. I don't know what we're gonna do, but we got a lot of hobbies as a couple, okay? And uh, we've been together ever since, but yeah, it is really funny watching him because you would look at him and he's got tattoos and you would never put him with that hobby. I love that. But yeah. I like that, you know, that little unique thing about him. And it's something he bonds with with his older brother. And I think it's, um, I think it's interesting. It's a good fact about him, you know? I thought he was a Guido. So he's got big muscles. He's Italian. He's got the hair. So when I saw him at the restaurant, I was like, I'm going to leave my number for you. And then we ended up like dating for a little bit. And I totally, he's from an Italian family. We would go over, the mom would be making pasta. And I was convinced. I was like, Guido. Um, and he would go to the gym all the time. And, but he was more of like a sweeter, more sensitive Guido that mm-hmm. I started getting. And then all of a sudden he wasn't really a Guido anymore. And then I found out about the models and I was like, okay, we're done here. Like, <laughs> I can make him look like a Guido, but deep down, he's not, he's not Jersey Shore Guido at all. Sad. I know. I know. Oh, I love that though. That's such a cute story. (laughs) Um, But I was going to say, if you weren't dating someone and you were into comedians, even though I think he's back with his baby mama, but I was going to say Chris Stefano and you, I could like really see you two together because he has like (laughs) such a big personality. (laughs) Yes, I would 100%. Uh, Who's another Guido? Oh, um. Yeah, the other uh, Joe Santiago or Joe Santago, he's a YouTuber. Um, love him. Oh, th- there's so many that I could see myself with. Uh, yeah. I often dream about it. Um, <laughs> yes, it's unfortunate when they go back to their baby mamas. Even though I want the family unit to be together, but yeah. it is always it's always sad to see them go. No, you know? yeah. <laughs> I, but I could totally see myself. Like I almost wonder what it would be like to be with a totally loud. Uh, another like if we all dated like exactly who we are as a person what would that look like would that be too much I don't know we'd be crying all the time (laughs) be like way too emotional for anyone (laughs) no I mean I think it is funny because like I do tend to gravitate towards funny guys that have my humor but like at the end of the day and I know guys say this all the time if someone understands my jokes that's probably all I need because I I truly like I can't be like I've been with guys before where I'll like say a joke and like Mm -hmm. I mean like obviously you two get it but like it's like they're like, wait, what? And I'm like, this is never going to work. I'm sorry. You don't get my pop culture references. It's never going to work. <laughs> Period. <laughs> Period. <laughs> I think yesterday I said, and I oop. And my, boy, my boyfriend was like, what's that from? I was like, the, wh- what's that from? I had to pull out my phone, show him the YouTube video of her being like, and I oop. <laughs> and and now but like that was a close call I was like I can't believe you yeah. don't know that I cannot You're like I need a that. little break from you right now but that's okay <laughs> yeah. like a break <laughs> exactly exactly well our letter writer is struggling with being the funny one in the relationship and feeling like she can't find a good match so she says dear damsels after years of my friends telling me I'm the funniest in the group with a class clown superlative title to add to my credentials ooh. I have finally decided to pursue a career in stand-up. I'm nervous, but very excited to begin this new journey. The only problem is that the guys I date seem to sometimes get intimidated by my humor. I even remember one ex of mine saying that he never cared if the girls he dated are funny, just wanted someone to laugh at his jokes. Gross, I know, but given the girl he dated after me, I have no choice but to believe this is true. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but I digress. Do you think that the launching of my stand-up career is going to absolutely kill my dating life, especially if I derive my jokes from said dating life, which, let's be honest, is inevitable? Sincerely, do funny girls finish last? Oh, I know I hate that. Uh, 
I am almost speechless by this question. I know. I want to hear your take and then I will get together my thoughts because I, I want to let her know that she's amazing. I mean, no, I mean, you're obviously <laughs> dating the wrong guys if they're like intimidated by your humor. Like, I mean, yeah. period. Like, I don't like. I just hate when women feel like they need to change themselves for men. Like, it, nothing bothers me more. Like, why don't we just like go back to 20 years ago if women feel like they need to do that because like we've just come too far for women to feel like they're too funny for the people they're dating like if you're funny then like continue to be funny like there should be men that are willing to love and accept you just as you are and if they're not willing to do that then like that's their own insecurity and their own problem um mm-hmm. And I just feel like that's ridiculous because the person you're dating should only be a support system for you and only be somebody who is going to make you funnier and allow you to pursue exactly what you want to pursue. And if they're not that, then they're definitely not the right relationship. In my last improv class, this girl, and she was younger than me, was saying in her high school, they had an improv team but only guys could join. And then like we all kind of came to this realization that like only a few years ago, people just assumed women were not yeah. funny. Thank you. So I had the same thing in college. I joined an improv group and they never, it was like two girls and the rest were guys. A guy was a leader and he never took any of my scripts. So I ended up quitting the next year. Cause I was like, you haven't brought me into any of the sketches. It was ridiculous. And you know, I, at the end I thought I missed out cause I didn't have that on my resume, but I was like, screw that. I would, don't, I should have started my own to be honest. Um, but yeah, that's so funny that you say that. Cause it really is. We have come a long way. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know what um, I saw also Chloe laughs at me because like I do legitimately live under a rock in terms of like pop culture <laughs> and memes and everything but since I do our Instagram I've gotten more into meme culture so yeah. I saw a meme Chloe that's like the first time I've yeah, ever you said that she's been posting good life. memes I feel like you find good ones yeah <laughs> yeah <laughs> as I like crawl from under my rock and I find <laughs> the memes um but I found one that said like something along the lines of like um men need to realize that they need to respect all women, not just those that they're attracted to. And I felt like that was so interesting because if you think about it, like how many men are just nice to the people that they're into and not like being nice to like the Melissa McCarthy's of the world who aren't Mm -hmm. like the classically attractive, um, societally accepted woman, you know? And that just really bothered me. I, I completely feel that too. And I feel like a lot of times the, typically like our societal, whatever the standards are, beauty, well, yeah. the girls, they're always have that over the other girls. And sometimes it bothers me because they'll get the better roles. They'll get the better jobs. But until, yeah, men start to realize that like everybody has something to offer. Yeah. We'll be in the same spot. Um, but you just have to find a guy that's really confident in them, in their own self and their own personality. Uh, screw the other guys. If they can't handle you being a comedian, well, I won't talk about their package size, but they, it's just embarrassing. Like that would be, to me, I would think that's so cool. You've got a girl that's following her dreams, following her passions. Um, she likes comedy and she has balls to go up on, on stage. I shouldn't even say balls. She has the vagine to go up on stage. And uh, it, like, I'll use an example. Like my boyfriend, he records me as I'm in wigs, dressed as a man. Like that's a guy who fully accepts me for who I am. And I do uh, the bar stool what's his face? Um, David Portnick. Dave Portnoy. I am doing that impression and I'll wear the wig and I'll be with a guy's voice. And you know, my 
boyfriend like openly accepts that. So I appreciate that. And I feel like you just, like you said, you got to wait for the right guy who loves that about you. And he's looking for someone to just enjoy life with. And yeah, you're supposed to be a mutually beneficial relationship. You should never provide like the full life of the relationship. You should get something from him too. Yeah. Oh my gosh. I mean, I have more to say, but can we get a taste of David Portnoy? Because I really want to know what that sounds like. <laughs> I've auditioned okay. to Barstool twice, never got a response back. <laughs> I'm no longer auditioning for them. <laughs> uh, all right. So I was just like scrolling through Instagram, right? I saw this hot chick. She was fire. She was fireworks. All right. Um, I, I decided to DM her because I was like, do you want to be on Barstool Podcasts? And she was like, no. I was like, do you know who I am? I'm Dave fucking Portnoy. Anyway, I got to go hit a pizza spot because we're going to go do this thing called pizza reviews. One bite. Everybody knows the rules. It's my Dave Portnoy. So I had this ugly wig <laughs> that I wear with it. And um, and yeah, my, my boyfriend recently, uh, he recorded me doing a pizza review in front of a pizza spot. And, uh, yeah, you just have to have a man that's confident in himself. And he's like, yeah, I date a girl that dresses as men sometimes because she has wigs. She's an 100%. impressionist. <laughs> <laughs> and the exactly. David Portnoy might come after one day, but it's fine. It's fine. Exactly. I never do the Dave in bed. I keep the, I keep my, you know, my Russians. He never asks for Courtney in bed. I'll throw in a little Caitlin in there. He's like, well, stop. <laughs> it's too much. Yeah. It's too much. It's too much. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, my gosh. That's so funny. Um, yeah. Okay. I, mean, I got to get off of David Portnoy. Does he know what an exfoliation serum is? Honest oh God. to God, he's got little white things coming off Ew. of his face. I mean, truly looks like he just woke up from a <laughs> bender, hooked up with some rando strippers, did an eight ball, and then drank a Red Bull, drank a Red Bull energy, and then ate like an entire pizza in one sitting. Yeah, I don't know how he gets, I, I, I'm <laughs> beyond me how he's like, uh, I don't know. I don't know. I know. He's like, and then he's like, you know what I need to do now? Make an official barstool statement. Like, everyone's oh like, God. maybe just calm down for a minute. Call it quits, Portnoy. We don't need a press conference right now. Oh. <laughs> like, uh. from his bathroom. <laughs> yeah. Oh my God. It's too funny. Um, okay, back to the subject at hand. <laughs> yeah. Right. No, I mean, I think like what I always find, and I don't know if it like correlates to my humor or not, but like, I find these guys that I feel like I have like really good banter with and like, we're just really like vibing and it's funny and we like stay up till like 4am talking and I'm so excited about them. But then they just like kind of like fade and like they don't value like that kind of humor and connection like I do. Mm -hmm. And my friend said something to me recently. She's like, you know, you need to stop like thinking like words are actions because they're not like actions are actions and like true connection and like when you truly like someone should be like when they show up for you, not like the banter and like the stuff that you have, because like, I don't know. I just don't think guys value that as much as we do. Maybe. I don't know. Oh, for sure. And maybe it's because they're, it takes them a long time to mature. So they're still looking at the assets that we have, like our tits and whatever that they find physically attractive and they forget, but trust me, all that shit's going to fade. Your boobs are going to sag. And what are they going to have left? Our humor, <laughs> our good banter, okay? That's what I always say. Exactly. So just wait for the right guys. And I think it's even better if she's going into the stand-up routine talking about our our dear friend. Uh, and 
I think that uh, it'll even attract more of the right guys that you're looking for, right? Because mm-hmm. I think initially, if a guy hears stand-up comedian, he's like, oh, I can't handle that. But the, the, the guys that see that and they're in, immediately into it, they're going to go after you. Yeah. I no, think. Totally. Yeah. I know. Um, Nikki Glazer has this joke that, like, she, like, when she first got into stand-up, like, a guy told her, like, oh, you did a good job. And she goes, thanks, I'll do this forever now. Like, yeah. <laughs> one one compliment I did something well oh my god yeah I love that bit oh my god she used to have a great podcast with Comedy Central and then after like a a little bit into quarantine they shut down and I was so upset because it was a daily podcast it was like her journal and I loved hearing all about her relationship and dating she's like I haven't had sex in six months or like a year or whatever and it was so honest I love that is that that was it you up did they cancel you up or Yes. Yeah. The one with, it was like an extension of her radio show on Sirius XM. Right. And so I listened to it like so much during quarantine because it was just like every morning she posted 8am and they finally had to end it. But I I think she's coming out with a reality show in St. Louis where her family Mm -hmm. is from because she's moved back there during the quarantine. Yeah. But I'm not sure if that's, you know, it's all production takes forever and they're filming it probably right now, but she's kept it mostly under wraps, but she alluded to that in the last episode of You Up. Oh, okay. Oh my gosh. I love you up. I feel like you like got like a really like personal look at her life and like, I loved yes. like the guests and the topics she talked about. Yeah. No, Completely. she's awesome. Yes. Yeah. Oh, she's a treasure. I was actually curious how you, why you're in DC or like, are you from DC? Like, did you move? Oh, yeah. yeah. Uh, born and raised in DC. Oh, okay. And, uh, I had just literally March pre-pandemic had moved to Brooklyn because I had a small, I was working, still working with Buzzfeed and I wanted to be there for auditions, yada, yada, you know, the drill. Yeah. yeah. So I had the apartment in Brooklyn and then all of this happened and I was there less and less. And I was just like, you know what? I just moved back home. Everything's virtual. All my auditions are virtual. Mm -hmm. So here I am, uh, saving up for whatever is to come. Um, so I'm, you know, I'm choosing between LA, New York, a lot of stuff is happening in Atlanta. So kind of just waiting it out. Um, but my finances definitely took a hit just because, you know, our industry is so hit or miss. You get a job here, you get a job there, but you can't have a full-time job because you're auditioning for other jobs. It's crazy. So um, now I'm just back to square one, saving up, uh, working on content. But, you know, DC is, it's a great city, but it's a little yeah. political and, you know, we're into comedy and acting. <laughs> it's not exactly great for that, but. Also, my boyfriend I've actually <laughs> it's gone right by we've been together for four years now oh wow I'm not even kidding yeah we met in my first stint in radio upstate New York and uh, I saw this guido walking down the street and I was also my side my part-time job was as a waitress and then he came into the restaurant and four years later the rest is history I, I don't know where the time has gone <laughs> I truly oh do not like I, do I look at other guys Yes. <laughs> Do I think about dating other guys? Yes. But like that, but you just come back to that one person who really appreciates you for you. And I've never had that experience with any other guy. Yeah. Yeah. So. Well, that's funny. Cause I didn't even know you were dating someone. Cause I feel like, do you feel like you kind of keep like your comedy entertainment life a little bit like separate, like in terms of like posting about him and stuff? For sure. I think I have all my friends from college that are like, are you still with that guy? I'm like, yeah. They're like, you literally never post him. I'm like, because nobody wants to see that. <laughs> I, I I made the page solely for entertainment, for comedy, and it's, you know, for my videos. And I, it's just, uh, now sometimes I use him in my bits. Like he'll be the guy in the video if I need a guy. 
but he's totally not about that. He's like, I don't need to be in your stuff. Like I get what you do. I don't need it. Um, so I just think I like to keep that part separate, but I do know some comedians that love to incorporate their personal life. And I actually love to see that because you're like taking the blanket off of them and you see them. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I'm not a super like lovey dovey. I'll never post. We just had our four year anniversary and I like thought yeah. about posting the picture, but then I was like, I guess I won't. It's, you know, it's my thing. Yeah, I posted a picture of us on our story and my story and that was pretty much, and he's not even on social media. So it's kind of a waste because if I tag we love him, that though. we love that. He's yeah. never going to see anything. I make fun yeah. of him. He's never sees it. So I have to appreciate that for that. But yeah, I'm pretty private about my, my, my romantic life, I think. Yeah. Well, we appreciate you kind of opening up about it. But yeah, no, it's oh, yeah. funny that your friends are like, oh, like, are you still with him? You haven't posted. It's like posting a picture does not equate like having a healthy relationship. Thank you. You know, those long paragraphs where they're exclaiming their love to them. Hey, I'm that. like, just tell them in person, bitch. Why do you have to post about it? When you just tell them, your, read your lover, your long paragraph. We, we don't all need to read your letter of declaration of love to them <laughs> no I've been with my boyfriend for five years and yeah his friend said to me recently they're like you never post Brian like why, why not Brian so then I like threw him a photo like on my Instagram <laughs> like of late but the caption had nothing to do with him <laughs> of course not they're just they're an addition to our lives they are not our lives exactly I always want to make that clear to people it's like comedy is really like my thing my passion and I feel like why do I have to post about him? Like, I know we're, I know we're good. Yeah. That's yeah. it. But I respect everybody. If you want to post your boyfriend, it's your page. Yeah. You know? I yeah. feel the same way. I feel like my career is my life and that's just like an additional phenomenal bonus, but not yes. my life. Exactly. You don't want to be defined by that other person. You are the person. Yes. Exactly. Yeah. Well, Andrea, you've been awesome. And tell people where they can find you and find all of your edited videos and all the gold. <laughs> Yes, uh, Andrea Lopez Comedy. It's on Instagram and TikTok. Um, I have a YouTube channel, but you know I've been posting here and there. Going to get more consistent with it, um, but you can just search Andrea Lopez Comedy and it'll come right up. And you can also book me on Cameo for any of your impression needs. If you want a knockoff Sofia Vergara or Courtney to tell you happy birthday, <laughs> you can hire me for twenty dollars. <laughs> Thank you, guys. Thank you. Thank you. I need to go watch Kardashians now. I just feel like anyone that watches this on YouTube is just going to see me like convulsing whenever she's telling these impressions. It's true because you know what we both do when uh, we laugh? We both lean forward. I was just trying so hard not to laugh into the mic and interrupt her because, oh my gosh, is that girl funny? So funny. Anyway, we love her. Go check her out. And what else? It's going down in the DMs. Bye. Bye. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.